you know what left brain is? Right brain? Left brain is logical. Right brain is conceptual. What is writing? Is it left brain or right brain? Is it logical or is it more conceptual and free-flowing? How many think it's logical? Raise your hands. How many think it's conceptual? Right brain. And you guys don't care. Both? All right? All right. Writing is left brain. We're not talking about creative writing now. We're talking about writing. It's left brain, logical. Don't forget that. Maybe some of you think you're not good writers because you think, I'm not creative enough. It is the same as trigonometry. It's the same as algebra. A sentence is a mathematical formula. Subject, verb, object. If you're missing adjectives, if you're missing some of that, the sentence isn't going to make sense, just like your equation might not make any sense. It's left brain. Let's get your left brains in. Let's get your left brains in um, gear. Would you, would you read that first one? Stand up, please. A man builds a house with four sides to it. The house is rectangular in shape. Each side is a southern, is, has a southern exposure. A bear walks by the house. What color is the bear? Thank you. Anybody know what color the bear is? Is this a logical puzzle? Yes, no? You say yes, why? Okay, what is the answer? White. The bear is? White. The bear is white. Well, how did you come to that conclusion? If each window on a rectangular house has a southern exposure, it has to be at the North Pole or in the north. Let's give her a round of applause. <laughs> Absolutely. How about this one? Given, all whales are mammals. If we, that's a given. We say Moby is a whale. What can we conclude? Moby is a mammal. Mabel is not a whale. What can we conclude? Anybody? Pardon me? What else can we conclude? She may or may not be a mammal, right? How about Manfred is a mammal? Manfred may or may not be a whale. Myrtle is not a mammal, therefore she's not a whale. Let's go all the way down the bottom. This is a little tougher. I'm getting your logic neurons firing here. If I'm guilty, then I was at the scene of the crime. I was at the scene of the crime. What can you conclude? Huh? Huh? I may or may not be guilty. I was not at the scene of the crime. I'm not guilty. But this, I am guilty. I was at the scene of the crime. Last but not least, I am not guilty. I may or may not have been at the scene of the crime. All right, let's turn the page. Now that your neurons, your logic neurons are firing, paragraph pattern. This, if some of you don't know how a paragraph is developed, please 
take a look at this. I'm not going to spend time reading it. But I've got a paragraph at the top that's very well put together. Um, notice the topic sentence is what? Employees in both business and industry should receive pay raises to cope with the rising cost of necessities. Now, readers are going to say to themselves, why do you say that? And here's where you provide details. Now, I want to point out, for example, food costs about twice as much as it did five to 10 years ago. Then he, the writer explains what they mean by that. Now, please take an, your pen, draw an, a curved arrow from two to one. Draw a curved arrow from three to two, from both threes to two. So you're getting, these are called levels of generality. It doesn't matter whether you remember that or not. But notice, two says something about one. Three says something about two in a more specific detail. And three, the second three does as well, gives another example. Notice how this concludes. Unless wages match rising prices, people will have difficulty buying necessities such as food. What is the next paragraph going to be about? That's a concluding sentence that serves as a what? Transition. Transition to the next paragraph. What does it tell the reader? What's the next paragraph going to be about? Wages. Unless wages match rising prices. They're going to have to say something about that. So this is how transparent your communication needs to be. It's not a mystery. It's not a puzzle. Writing is nothing more than making sense, clearly making your meaning accessible to, to the reader. All right, let's move to um, diving into paragraphs. I want you to read these three paragraphs. Each has the same topic sentence. And I'm going to call for a show of hands with which paragraph is the most readable. Go. OK, how many of you thought number one was most readable? One? How many thought paragraph two was most readable? How many thought paragraph three? There's your answer in terms of readability. It was easier for more people to read paragraph three. What's wrong with paragraph one? Anybody? What's that? Transitions? No transitions. Well, there is one, for example. Precision? Procedure. Precision, I said that, yeah. Okay, you're saying that the wording. It does what? It doesn't all fit with this. It doesn't all fit with the topic sentence. Could you give us an example of that? Yeah, so the topic sentence is talking about its intelligence, and then it goes down to talk about its food and its lack of food. Search for food. Mm -hmm. well, what's wrong with that? It doesn't fit. Why? Because it doesn't fit with the topic sentence. It doesn't have to do with their intelligence. So exactly. searching for food doesn't have anything to do with intelligence. Amoebas search for food, right? So all of a sudden, the reader's going, thank you, that was very good. The reader's going off in the Caribbean because you've lost sight of what you're, you didn't keep your contract. The topic sentence is a contract with the reader. 
I'm going to talk about this specifically. And all of a sudden, he's talking about searching for food. That sends the reader into the Caribbean. What's wrong with the second one? What's that? and then they return to talking about the intelligence of whales. Okay. So right in the middle of the paragraph, they talk about the whaling industry ignores the whales' intelligence and threatens them with extinction. Very good. That's a topic for another paragraph, isn't it? But he sticks, she or he sticks that in the middle of his paragraph, and it doesn't fit with what the topic sentence said you were going to talk about. Now, let me ask you this. That same sentence occurs in the third paragraph, but where is it placed? Right at, the end. at the end. So it serves as a what? To the next paragraph. It tells the reader what the next paragraph is going to be about. This is really intentional. Clear writing is clear thinking. Please stand. If I could just raise a quick observation on the second page, when you take a quick look at it as a requirement base, uh, the second one is about 10% longer, but the third one is actually about 30% longer. Shouldn't we be brief? The opposite side of being long-winded is to be brief. Well, in that email I showed you, she was way too brief. She was so brief that it wasn't understandable. So she should have written more words to make her her sense. Now, in that, the two uh, paragraphs, there were 30 more words in that gone to the Caribbean paragraph about volcanic ash. There were 30 more words in the good one. So the answer is, sometimes you're going you're gonna to have to use transitions, and it's going to lengthen the paragraph a bit, but it's worth it in terms of readability.